There is nothing I love more than an amazing meal with high quality meat cooked at home because let's be honest, eating out is so expensive. And you also know that eating out is the number one budget buster. That is why I am so glad I found ButcherBox. ButcherBox is a premium meat subscription service dedicated to delivering high quality, grass fed and grass finished beef, organic chicken, pork raised crate free and wild caught seafood directly to your doorstep with free shipping always. You even get exclusive member deals, recipes, and a variety of high-quality cuts at an amazing price. New users will receive their choice of two pounds of ground beef, three pounds of chicken thighs, or one pound of premium steak tips for a year. Use code ETM and get $20 off your first box at ButcherBox.com. Last night, we made a beef stew with meat from ButcherBox, and you can taste the difference. It was so satisfying and delicious. And all of our friends that were over for a dinner party, they raved at how good it was. So do yourself a favor and eat better this year with the best meat and seafood on the planet delivered to your door. ButcherBox is offering my listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential, three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips, for free in every order for a year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com etm and use code etm to choose your free offer and get $20 off. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet, finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Eggs are being smuggled from Mexico because they're just so expensive, and the U.S. government wants to start imposing fines for eggs. So what does all this mean for your wallet, and how can you keep track of your goals when things like eggs literally are putting a crack in your spending? Welcome to Everyone's Talking Money podcast. I'm your host, Shauna Game. There's no judgment, no dumb questions, just smart conversations about you and your money. So come on in and grab a seat. Everyone is welcome here. Whatever you're saving up for, a CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 4.5% APY on an 8-month CD special or 4.25% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash CD specials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC. Hey, welcome back to the show. It is so good to have you here. 
you know, on Fridays, we like to do all sorts of different things, whether it's an Ask Shauna or, you know, something else that's kind of been on my mind that I that I want to talk about. And so instead of an Ask Shauna today, I wanted to talk about something super topical. And I don't normally do topical episodes on this show because by the time I put the episode out, <laughs> whatever we were talking about usually is not relevant anymore. But I think for what we're talking about today, these money lessons apply no matter when you're listening to this episode. So we're going to keep things a little bit loose. We're going to have a relatively unedited episode and just have some fun talking about this idea of eggs and what in the world it has to do with your wallet and your money and the year ahead and all of those sorts of things. So somewhere in December, the price of eggs rose about 60%. And you know that if you've gone to the grocery store and you've tried to buy a dozen eggs recently and, and looked at the prices in kind of like sheer terror, we were at the grocery store just the other day and a price of dozen eggs was well over $4. I think it was like $4.68. And that was the cheapest dozen we could find. And it's just crazy. You know, I think it's really easy to say, well, you know, that's only maybe a couple bucks more than what eggs were normally. You know, what is what is a couple bucks more? But the impacts are if all of these areas of our life, be it gas, groceries, eggs, price of our, our house or our rent, um, car payments, credit card payments, whatever it might be, if all of these things rise by a couple of bucks each, right, we could end up spending a lot more money each month, which just makes everything trickier for so many of us. And I think this is really where it comes back to the idea where money starts to be stressful, uh, something that brings on anxiety, maybe even depression, uh, anger, frustration, <laughs> all of those words kind of come into play, right? When things get a little bit more expensive and certainly beyond what you're normally used to, you know, how, how much you're normally used to spending for those items. So people are smuggling eggs and they're smuggling eggs from Mexico to cut costs. Maybe even to make a buck or simply because we just all want to enjoy all the wonderful things that you can make with an egg and we want to enjoy it at, you know, lower than $4, $4 a dozen. So when I was doing research for this episode, I came across a couple of articles that uh, I thought were really interesting. So I want to, I want to talk about some of those. There was an article in CNN and it says that in a statement emailed to CNN, uh, a customs and border protection public affairs specialist, she attributed the rise in the attempted egg smuggling to the spiking cost of eggs in the U.S. A massive outbreak of deadly avian flu among American chicken flocks has caused egg prices to skyrocket, climbing 11.1% from November to December and 59.9% annually, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. So egg prices have been on the rise for quite some time, but then all of a sudden we have this like massive spike in eggs towards the end of the year. And according to CBS News, they say the price for a 30 count carton of eggs in Ciudad Juarez, Mexico is $3.40, according to the border report. Uh, an online news site focused on immigration issues. The number of incidents in which eggs were confiscated, confiscated <laughs> eggs 
at the U.S. borders jumped more than 100% during the final three months of 2022, compared to the same period a year ago. So people have been smuggling eggs across the border, apparently. I didn't know this was a thing, but that has jumped more than 100%. So U.S. Border Patrol, they're going through people's cars as they're trying to come over the border, and they're finding dozens of eggs. <laughs> I just find it really fascinating. And the fact that I didn't know that people were, you know, conf- trying to smuggle, I should say, eggs across the border even before this year, but I guess it makes sense. So the national retail price of a dozen eggs in December was around $4.25, according to government data. And they also say that this simple breakfast staple has been a go-to for so many years because it is a source of protein. So if you've ever been on any kind of eating plan, we're at the New Year's, so I don't know if you had some sort of New Year's resolution, maybe you wanted to go low carb or Whole30 or intermittent fasting or whatever you're doing to get in better shape and kind of look better this year, whatever that means to you, they all encourage you to eat eggs. And why, right? Well, because the egg is so great. It keeps you full. You can literally make an egg taste like almost anything. You can dice it. You can eat it whole. You can put it on salads. You can put it in a wrap, on a burger, or even on a pizza. I mean, the egg is just, I don't know, like this uh, universal food that we can use so many different ways. But what happens when one of your staple items gets so expensive that you can't afford to buy it? So this is a quote from U.S. Senator Jack Reed. He says, at a time when food prices are high and many Americans are struggling to afford their groceries, we must examine the industry's role in perpetuating high prices and hold those responsible accountable for their actions. He said this in a letter to the FTC. So this poses a really interesting question, I think. When does government step in and try to force prices lower? When does that actually happen? And I was thinking about this as I was researching this you know, whole phenomenon of egg prices going through the roof and also seeing in sort of parallel what is happening with the Ticketmaster debacle and uh, Taylor Swift. So if you're a Swifty fan listening and you were trying to buy tickets, you probably suffered through some agonizing wait times online. I heard some friends who were trying to buy tickets and it was they were online all day long. And then there were just ridiculous prices for those tickets. So much so that it really makes it hard for just, you know, all of us out there that are just working and trying to earn money and trying to do something in life that we that we want to enjoy, be able to afford doing it because it's just so expensive. But Ticketmaster, they hold the key to almost all our concerts, which is a whole other episode and completely crazy that this has happened, that this has become this kind of monopoly. But here we are. So the question is really, what is government's responsibility in overseeing whether it's eggs or gas prices or housing prices or Ticketmaster, you know, where where is the line there? Where do they step in? I don't know. I don't have that answer. I'm just kind of posing a question here, something for you to think about. And then there's a lot of back and forth as to why egg prices are so high. Like, why is this happening? 
egg farmers, they're saying that most of the pricing is outside of their control. They say that egg prices, they're determined by the commodity markets. And with the bird flu outbreak, coupled with things like higher gas prices and packaging and labor costs kind of going through the roof, and then just the serious demand that's happening right now for eggs, that it's kind of like the perfect storm. And until some of those things start to shift and change, that egg prices are just going to be high. In one article, a farmer even mentioned that it could take a while because hens take a while to uh, you know, get to the age when they start producing eggs. It's somewhere around 18 to 22 weeks old when they start producing eggs. And I thought this was really interesting. Now I know a little bit too much <laughs> about hens and eggs. That ovulation, the release of the yolk from the ovary, it occurs every 24 to 26 hours, regardless of fertilization. So a hen ovulates a new yolk after... Listen, if you've been using mint to manage your money, I have got some news for you. First, the bad news. As you might know, mint is shutting down for good. But the good news... Well, there is a way better alternative that is a personal favorite of mine, Monarch Money. And I'm not the only lover of Monarch Money. Many Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and just raving about it. I used to manage my money with an Excel spreadsheet. I know, so archaic, and it was so time-consuming. I tried all of the apps, but I just didn't find one I liked until I found Monarch. And I've got to tell you a secret. Monarch is so easy to use with a very intuitive design. You can even collaborate with your partner and you can customize Monarch for whatever your needs are. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Let's go back to the collaboration bit. Because we know money is a leading cause of divorce and breakups, Monarch has built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. You can see all your finances, make a budget together, get insights on your cash. Yes, cue the confetti. There will literally not be any more arguments over money. And if you've been frustrated with personal finance apps that are cluttered with ads, difficult to use, or rarely updated, so was Monarch. They built a new kind of personal finance app that's intuitive and powerful ad-free, and constantly improving based on customer feedback. Monarch has a tool that allows you as well to easily import your data from Mint. You can keep all of your tags and all of your categories. After trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com etm for your extended 30-day free trial the previous egg. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Financial anxiety, anyone? Yeah, you're not alone. But worrying about it, it doesn't help. Earnin does. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnin app 
and verify your paycheck, then you can access up to $100 per day as you work and leave an additional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So how would you spend the money you get from Earnin? Well, honestly, my hubby and I have been feeling a little bit disconnected lately. That's what happens after you've been together about 12 years. So I would spend the money on a special date night with dinner and maybe bowling, you know, to bring back some of that giggly excitement that we both felt at the beginning. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security, gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin, T-A-L-K-A-N, money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin money under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. I'm Samantha Cole, host of the new season of Understood, The Pornhub Empire. Over the course of four episodes, I'll tell you how a horny YouTube knockoff in Canada came to dominate the porn world only to shatter their cheeky reputation in a massive scandal. The Pornhub Empire is a new season of Understood from the CBC. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. ...was laid, and it takes about 26 hours for um, this to happen. So I, I think the whole process is um, just so just so fascinating so it could take a while for, you know, this whole system to kind of catch up with things. So we should expect the prices of eggs to be high for, for quite some time. So then there's the, the New Year's issue, right? Maybe you were, again, anxious to lose some weight in January and eggs became your go-to food. So we're all eating more eggs to precisely at the exact moment when eggs are more expensive. So that just drives demand higher and prices even higher. And remember that everything around goods and services is about this equilibrium between demand and supply. So the more demand, the lower the supply, the higher the price. Everything kind of works in, in that order. The egg price surge also comes on the heels of Bloomberg Business Week's report that came out that said that fake meat, you know, like Impossible Burger and kind of all of those meat substitutes, that they were just a fad, that they're not here to stay very long. And I'll link that article in the show notes. It's super interesting to read all about the fake meat industry, how it was supposed to save us all, but instead is just kind of falling flat. Stock prices are down, layoffs are happening. I was never a big fan of fake meat, 
But I'm also someone who doesn't always love to eat meat, real meat. I could probably do without meat, but I I know I still need protein. So that brings us back to the egg, (laughs) what we're talking about, right? We see the egg being so important in so many situations. And I just think this is really interesting, this Bloomberg Business Week report, because also remember that whatever we're hearing in the news cycle and whatever's kind of floating around social media, those are the the messages that are getting implanted in our head. So if we're reading about fake meat not being the thing that is good for us or that is going to save us, but you know we don't want to eat red meat, but we need protein, we're kind of all coming back to the egg, which is just raising the prices again. So whether it's eggs or gas for our cars or Ticketmaster, anything else where we're seeing this rapid price increase, it could be a lot for your wallet to handle. And it it doesn't have to be a function of whether you're living paycheck to paycheck. For any of us, when we start to see prices go up, that also starts to change how we think, act, and feel about money. Because remember, 90% of our money behaviors are mental. 10% is the actual math, the actual how-to so, so much is going on behind the scenes. We're always kind of collecting data. We're, we're weighing against, you know, everything that we, that we think and feel about money to create this perception of how we're living life. And so when you go to the grocery store and what normally costs you, I don't know, 50 bucks or so is now costing you 75, 80, 100 bucks for the same things, you start to feel really crappy And it's really easy to get in this kind of thought loop cycle where you kind of, uh, you know, you go to the place where my life isn't good, everything's more expensive, I'm never going to be able to go on that vacation, I'm never going to be able to achieve those goals that I have. It's just like a runaway train that happens. And it happens so much so unconsciously. Uh, that it's hard for you to step in and recognize what's happening. So I just had this happen to me the other day. We were at Trader Joe's and we filled, um, you know, one of those like little handheld um, kind of cart things that you carry around. So not even a, a push cart. And we get up to check out and I'm watching the price go up and up and up on what we owe. And it turns out being somewhere around $98. And I am just going through my head, like in a furious fashion of what in the world did we actually buy to make this be $98? Like, didn't we just get some fruit, some vegetables? We got some almond milk. We got a couple of other things, but there's not any alcohol in here. We really didn't buy any any meat. So what is the deal? And then I start thinking about, oh my gosh, this is so expensive and everything's getting so expensive. And Maybe we should cut back in other areas of our life. And I I don't know if you do this like I do this, but I can go down this whole spiral. And before I have even gotten to the car to put my bags in the car, I'm feeling really crappy about my life and I'm feeling really crappy about my money situation. And that doesn't matter how much money is sitting in my bank account, right? Because this isn't logical. Like the train wrecks that we go down with our thinking around money, they're not always logical. They're not always tied to 
the resources that we have available to us. For most of us, they're just so wrapped up in our money stories and all of these false beliefs around money and trauma and triggers and gosh, just so much gunk that is sitting there around money that we haven't processed through. We don't even know what it is, so we don't even know how to recognize it, let alone process through it. That something like an egg, a dozen of eggs costing more money, somehow sends us down this spiral for the rest of the day where we feel really crappy. And then we go on social media and we measure ourselves against somebody else's version online of the amazing life they're living. And we can't have that life because our dozen eggs that we just bought at the store cost us $2 more than they normally cost us. I'm going to take a breath. (laughs) Want to know the number one money question I'm asked? It's how to get started investing without being overwhelmed. So if you're asking yourself the same question, then you have to check out the Investing for Beginners podcast. The host, Dave and Andrew, they break down investment terms and strategies in a way you can finally understand. I love that they're making investing accessible and they have an entire podcast dedicated to helping you invest better. Even if you're not ready to start investing, they explain the stock market and financial updates so you can really understand what is being said on the news. If you're ready to learn more about investing, I'd recommend you start with two of my favorite episodes. Listener Q&A, how do you start investing with a thousand bucks, where they explain how you get started right away, and back to basics of building your portfolio, where they explain how to build a portfolio from scratch. The Investing for Beginners podcast is a great way to start expanding your relationship with money. Find Investing for Beginners podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Karina Bemisterfer, host of Morning Cup of Murder, your daily true crime podcast. Yes, you heard me right. Daily true crime. Every day, Morning Cup of Murder tells you a straightforward, short-form story about murder, true crime, cold cases, disappearances, serial killers, cults, and more. And I do that all in under 15 minutes. With over three years of stories and over 20 million downloads, the Morning Cup of Murder podcast has become a staple of so many people's daily routines. So why not add it to yours? Stream Morning Cup of Murder everywhere you listen to podcasts. And remember, stay safe. From Foreign Policy, I'm Rena Ninen, the host of The Hidden Economics of Remarkable Women. Over the past few years, we've looked at how women around the world are changing societal norms to increase their economic power. This season, we're focusing completely on girls, how they're pushing for a brighter, more powerful future, and what the rest of us can do to set them up for success. Join us for stories about girl power, young women who are fighting for change, to give themselves a chance to live a life of their own choosing. That's season six of The Hidden Economics of Remarkable Women, wherever you get your podcasts. You see where I'm going here. I hope you do. This is the cycle that we get into with our money. This is why I'm so passionate about talking about your relationship with Matt, with money, because this is where the golden keys are. And it's not an easy process to work through this stuff, but I think there are some key money takeaways that you can you can think about from what I'm calling Explosion 2023. Excuse the pun. I just had to go there. Just I just had to. <laughs> so number one takeaway, 
is that knowing your numbers is the best and easiest way to quickly shift your money when staple something like eggs, gas, whatever it might be, is really skyrocketing. And it's so easy to do, but we all really gloss over this step because it requires us to look at where our money is going. And that is a scary process for so many of us because that's the cold, hard fact. That's the truth, right? It's not guesstimates anymore. Like you really have to look at where your money's going. And I promise it isn't as painful as you think, and it isn't as hard as you think. It's actually quite powerful. I've done a bunch of episodes around knowing your numbers, so I'll link some of those in the show notes if you want to check those out. But it really is just looking at your bank account or your credit card or wherever you, uh, whatever you use, I should say, to, to pay for your weekly expenses. And just looking at, hey, where did I spend money last week? Does anything look off? Does anything look like higher than normal? What's coming up the week ahead? How best can I prep if there are any kind of money surprises that come on the horizon? So I'm just I'm paying attention. It's just literally the act of paying attention of what's going on with my money. And maybe I'm tracking a few things. So if I know that eating out is the place where I spend a lot more money than I really feel comfortable, I'm keeping kind of a weekly tally just so that I can make on-the-fly decisions. Maybe I decide this week, I um, I don't know, I... I'm despite the high prices of groceries, I'm going to cook more at home because it's going to be better for my body anyway, and I'm going to be able to save some money versus eating out, right? And so the power of of doing this exercise is that I can take that difference in what I would have spent eating out versus what I spent making the food at home, and I can route that money towards something else, whether I want to pay off debt, whether I want to reward myself, whether I want to go to the movies or put it towards my Ticketmaster slush fund, whatever it might be. It's giving me power. It's giving me choices of what I want to do with my money. That's the beauty. And I always say when you do this process, you can find money. Anybody can find money, whether it's unused subscriptions, paying too much on your cell phone or internet bill, even things like utilities. Just this last week, we um, were enrolled in this Energy Smart program and it saves us about 50 bucks two times a year. That doesn't sound like a lot of money, but it all adds up. So all of these little um, shifts here and there, they make a huge difference. So I want you to be inquisitive and in charge of your cash. The second thing is that obviously having an emergency fund or some sort of slush fund is super, super helpful. Even when there are times like this in months when you're going to spend more money on gas, groceries, whatever it might be, right? You got your Swifty tickets and they were a lot more than you thought. You've got this slush fund that you can go to where you can move this money over into your bank account to kind of smooth things out. And I know We talk about emergency fund as saving three to six months of your expenses, but I feel like the more important conversation around emergency fund is just to have something in savings. Just do your best, whether it's, you know, finding these little tweaks kind of every week and and moving some money over into savings, just having something there, it not only makes you just feel feel a little bit comfier about your money, 
But again, it just gives you those options to kind of fill in on months where things get a little bit more expensive. It's a great way to lower your stress around money. So again, I want to encourage you that something is better than nothing. All right. And don't leave the extra money in your bank account. Literally move it over to a savings account, preferably a high yield savings account. But if we leave it in our bank account, you know what happens. It vaporizes. <laughs> it's like it didn't even exist. So we've got to get it out of the bank account. So I, I know that when you're on a super tight budget, even if you aren't, if you aren't doing step number one where you know your numbers, it can be really hard to figure out how in the world to save money. So always start with number one and go back to this idea that so much of money is mental. So we literally have to be our cheerleaders. We have to encourage ourselves that it's not going to be scary, that I can go in my bank account. I can look where my money's going. I can maybe track a few things. I don't have to be crazy. I don't have to track every single number. I'm just looking for trends. I'm looking for patterns and I'm looking for anything that feels a little bit outside those trends or patterns. You're smart. You can totally do this. You don't need a calculator. You don't need to be great at math. You're just looking to kind of suss out what seems right and what doesn't and then make those tweaks along the way. So this this whole thing is just, if, if we're going to come back to this lesson around eggs, it's just putting yourself in a place where you're in charge of your money so you can make some of these decisions. And then the last thing, and I just really want to hammer this one home, <laughs> is we're going back to the mental side of money and what we're focusing on. So the moment you are at the grocery store and you look at that price of dozen eggs and you see that price and it makes your jaw drop in that exact moment you have a decision you can make you can either decide to say to yourself self all right dozen eggs it's four dollars and whatever cents right now whatever the current price is when you're listening to this episode is that okay with me is that not okay with me do i really need eggs or do I not need eggs right now? So you have a couple of questions you can ask yourself. You can take that route, which is the healthier route, at least for your, your brain, your body, all of those things. And if you decide, no, nah, I really want the eggs, I'm going to take them. Cool. Okay. You made that decision. So when you check out, you don't have to go down <laughs> the train wreck of thinking, <laughs> Don't let that dozen of eggs lead to my life sucks and I'm never going to be able to achieve my money goals. Don't do that. Don't do what I do. <laughs> be better than me, all right? So you can make that decision and it really starts with creating these pause moments and it's about being more present in, in your life. It's about being more present in situations where you normally get stressed out. So maybe you're somebody when you go to the gas station, you fill your car up, you're used to just looking at how much it costs and just going down that same kind of train wreck of thinking. Maybe before you get in the car to drive to the gas station, you could say to yourself, self, this is probably going to cost more than I'm comfortable with, but I got to put gas in my car. So when I go and I fill up, I can look at the price but I can look at the price and go, okay, I see you price. It's all right. 
it's all right because I know my numbers, I know my spending, and I'm going to make a little tweak here and there, and it's going to be okay, right? So I just want to empower you to put yourself in a position where you can say to yourself, it's okay. So I hope you enjoyed this little conversation about eggs. I thought, you know, we got to talk about it because this just is kind of crazy. And the fact that people are smuggling eggs and people online are talking about trying to go out and, and buy chickens so they can have chickens in their backyard, which is not a bad alternative for sure. If you live somewhere where you can have um, chickens or hens, I should say, in your backyard, why not have your, your own eggs? Then they're going to be beautiful, amazing quality eggs and you can have as many eggs as you want, right? Also a reminder that if eggs at the store are super expensive, they might be super expensive at, um, you know, a local farmer's market or something like that. But, you know, buying them from somebody local who, who has grown the hens themselves, I don't know, maybe that's a better alternative if eggs are just going to be more expensive. But the whole point of this all <laughs> is that you get to control so much about your money, so much about what you're thinking and how those thoughts are internalized and um, what motivates you to just kind of get up and get going every day, regardless of whatever is thrown at you. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend or someone who might also want to just, I don't know, hear more about eggs. I'll see you back here in a few days for a brand new episode. (music) 